Argenta slipped off his feather ring and immediately felt as though he'd gained a hundred pounds, the ground seeming to pull him closer into its embrace. He gave the ring to Call, who quickly slipped it on. Another loud explosion from the other side of the mansion grounds prompted Argentus back into action. Call leapt from the wall, landing quietly in the courtyard below. Argentus cursed under his breath as he was forced to run down the stone stairs. The two men kept to the shadows as they wound their way through a maze of bushes sculpted into various animals. Fortunately, all of the guards seemed to be participating in defending the east wall, leaving none in the courtyard. That struck Argentus as odd. Even during an attack, most guard units would keep patrols elsewhere to prevent their enemies from doing exactly what they were doing. He commented as much to call. The man passed it off as luck, but Argentus wasn't so sure. The situation was the same inside the manor, heightening Argentus's anxiety as they stole through empty corridors. Shouldn't the Duke's servants and household have been roused by Arinda and Jarus's attack? If not for fear, then at least for the sake of curiosity? Something's wrong, Argentus whispered as he grabbed Call's arm. He threw off Argentus's grip with a shrug. What are you talking about? he hissed. Where is everybody? Call's jaw tightened. Asleep! Another explosion from outside made Call survey the corridor, and the man no longer looked so certain. Exactly, Argentus said. I think we should pull out. Weapon talises, Argentus, and they'll be gone tomorrow, on their way to the Queen and forever out of our reach. Argentus stared at Call for a long moment before finally nodding with a sigh. Fine, but stay alert. Call just grunted, and the two resumed their skulking down the wood-paneled corridor. They followed the hand-drawn map they'd gotten from their informant, something that had cost them an extra fifty tolls until they reached the basement storeroom. The heavy, iron-bound door was locked, but that barely slowed them and Argenta soon found himself inside a room full of ornate storage chests of various sizes stacked against all four walls. One of those walls, the back wall, was incongruously made of smooth gray metal. All the chests had the queen's sigil engraved into their locks, which was a bit more challenging for Argentus to defeat. He wrenched the first chest open and found a heart-stopping plethora of gold coins. The next trunk contained more precious gems than he'd ever seen before, but still no talises. It wasn't until the fourth chest they'd opened that they found talises, but these were of the mundane sort. Glow orbs, speaking stones, looking stones, and various other valuable but utilitarian talises. Where are the weapon talises? Argentus growled. Those are in the vault. A man's voice rang out behind them. Argentus whirled to find a black man with long, dirty dreadlocks standing in the doorway of the storeroom, hand extended to dangle a small pendant on a chain before them. He wore a breastplate, but no other metal armor, and had two ornate daggers sheathed on his belt, one at each hip. His bare arms were heavily muscled, and his legs looked to be as thick as tree trunks. Orin Ghostblade.